program. Discretion is advised. Well, fucking graphic nature. What fucking graphic nature? Should we just start like firing off curse words? What fucking shit? Fuck crap! Fucking graphic nature in my fucking ass. I love being able to curse. Fucking graphic nature. (laughs) Cat goblins. Whoops! Wrong song. Wrong fucking song. Get your shit together. Too busy sucking on all the dicks. Maybe you would have done a better job if you weren't eating ass. For lunch. Yeah. And breakfast. And, and dinner. dinner. Balanced meals. It's 2020. Yay. Woo! It's Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn in 2020. Yay! We got a lot to talk about. It's true. I am Face Boy. I am Face Girl. With us in the studio, JJ Co. Hello. Who I'm just meeting. And the wonderful, beautiful, talented, deliriously delectable Sarah Elizabeth. Hi, everybody. It's good to be back. Yay! Can you hear me now? Is that creepy? <laughs> we might talk about Peggy. Nice. We might talk about some of the different shows that have been going on. Got you kicked off your thing. For an amount of time, I don't quite understand. Because I don't understand how time works. So, it says 71 dot dot 59 dot dot zero zero. I thought it was 10 minutes. Is that 71 hours? No, it took 10 minutes for them to review the incident. And they decided that the incident was worth 71 dot dot 59 dot dot zero zero. No, but it was only three minutes or less between when... I took out my titties and uh, Sarah was soliciting sex. <laughs> was what? Basically soliciting. Cause she was That's saying, what I think might have gotten you kicked off. No. She, she, said, she was I... saying, if you give money, I will show my boobs. Yes, yeah, that's normal. Because... That's normal. That's what I don't understand. Like The thing is, I never understand what the problem is. Like For example, um, it could be as simple as your necklace looked like a knife. Like It's dumb shit. You don't have a necklace that looks like a knife. It... I'm saying no, like, like an example like, of like... Confused. Maybe it was because you flicked my... Uh... Exactly. Exactly. It could be because My your nipple was out and I flipped violence. it. Exactly. Maybe it was considered violent. I was making cake. I was putting icing on cake and somebody was like, I've been here long enough to know you should not have knives in the background. I'm like, are you kidding me? A knife block in a kitchen could get a cooker, like a cooking show banned. A knife block. So I can't understand it. I don't really know. It's kind of. Will they tell you what it was? A class B violation. <laughs> That sounds so serious. Yeah, I can tell you that a Class A violation got my friend banned for 10 years, and he thinks that that Class B violation may have been scissors. Not scissoring, which is a wonderful sex act that Stormy Leather claims doesn't exist, but scissors, (laughs) just scissors being in frame, uh, got him banned for 10, count them, 10 years. What? What format is this? And has it even existed for 10 years yet? Will it still exist in 10 years? Or is it going to be like, remember that Instagram for gifts or vines or whatever? the Vine. Vine. That's what it was called. Yeah. That yeah. was a thing for a minute. I have no idea. Now it's not. What the, the longevity is of this. I don't know. I can't predict its future. I just know that 71.59. Oh, well, you should get your shit together and figure out how to predict its future. Yeah. Um, what is it? It's another live streaming app. It's called Bego. I have a host 
gig with them and I'm supposed to do 30 hours a month. But with this amount of time I'm not allowed on there, it's going to be a thing. Hmm. I don't know what amount. I really wish I knew what amount of time it was. He hates <laughs> this shit. It's a job, though, like legit. How, how long have you been on? Uh, I just completed my first month in December. And any other bands? On this, yes. Uh, a few. My first band was for Shocking. 10 minutes. Yeah, I know. Um, my first band was for 10 minutes, and um, I didn't understand it at all. I was like, what the fuck just happened and why? And then my next band was for an hour. <laughs> my next band after that was for 24 hours. And now this one, I don't even understand the amount of time on it. 71 dot dot. 59 is 71 dots so like that. colon See? yeah colon, 71 like colon 71 colon 59 colon zero zero that's 79 hours is it yeah thank I'm you i'm gonna guess 79 hours yeah okay so it's actually 80 hours because it's dot 59 yeah yeah so it's 80 for, hours for three days basically more than three days 72 is three days so plus. i am not allowed back on there for three days from mm-hmm. me and sarah being on for Seconds. seconds, not even, not seconds. even seconds. Yeah. And I Maybe still two. don't actually know what the pro- what it could be as dumb as you and I were singing boobs. I'm not kidding. I have no yeah, idea. We I were no singing. Idea. Um, oh I'm sorry, God. a satire of shoes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But so, we said the word boobs. These shoes roll. These boobs you suck. Can say boobs Maybe on because TV. I said they these say boobs, boobs suck. On Fox, they say boobs on ABC. They probably show nipples. We can say whatever we want here, though. Boobs. Cocks. It's so <laughs> weird for me to have to be censored in any way. Like, I'm not even allowed to smoke drugs on the fucking camera. God and and if they weren't drugs, which they aren't because I live in New York, if they weren't drugs, I still wouldn't be allowed to smoke them. What about medical marijuana? Exactly. None of it. None of, None it. of it. You can't even talk well, about that's it. That's ableist. I don't understand it. Yeah. You can't talk about drugs. You can't. And I can show you. I can show you what a class B violation is. Click here. There's, oh, forget it. I can't even self on banning service. Hold on. What? Not what I'm trying to do. Fuck it. There's like a whole thing that I've screenshotted that is like the different things that are whatever. Um, Like, forget it. I can't. It, no content is one of them. If I were to start the camera and then step away for a minute, and I think that was my first ban, and then come back, I can get banned for no content. Cute. Mm-hmm. That's fun. So stupid. It's so <laughs> stupid. And it's so stupid because everybody who's on the internet wants to see boobs. And it's like, why are you the gatekeepers to these tits? <laughs> it makes no sense. So... Uh- Right before we got on the show, Sarah told me <laughs> that your sexuality now includes pegging. I have to tell you, because every time I see you, we somehow talk about how much you enjoy pegging. And if there's anyone in my life who would have a compersion for the growth in that, it would be you. So how did it start? And, and are you, what, how, how do you feel about it? I feel great about it. I don't want to divulge too much about things that would maybe potentially make this other person uncomfortable. But um, it was, yeah, it's exciting. It's a new direction into exploration of um, sexuality. And it was actually interesting because I spent a good chunk of time at Burning Man um, talking with, of course, Burning Man. We're talking about Burning Man. Surprise. Um, (laughs) But... uh, talking to a campmate of mine about the relationship between when they started taking testosterone supplements and the kind of like change in their depression. 
So I started kind of thinking about, you know, my relationship to myself and my gender and how I don't always identify with every aspect of being female. And I am someone who, you know, identifies as being masculine as well, but I don't really identify with the term non-binary for my own personal thing because I very much feel like a man sometimes and very much feel like a woman sometimes. Um, So I guess being able to be in a relationship with someone who is a man but also being able to not just view it from the direct correlation of like, this is how sex works between a man and a woman, you know, mm. it's fun. What, uh, what ca- pegging for anyone who doesn't listen to the show every single fucking week. Is, <laughs> what I just Facebook looked it does up. every single Usually, fucking week. Oh, you did just you looked really? it up? I just looked it up. Do you want to explain what it is? Oh. Yeah, yeah. What did you learn? How did will, the internet describe it? Up? Will, what do you, what do I you understand it as now? Okay, it says pegging a practice when a person uses a strap on for the purpose of anal sex with their partner can help heterosexual men realize their fantasies. That's what interesting dis- definition. This is this fucking is up the ass with a strap. Usually a woman <laughs> fucking a man up the ass with a strap on dildo, but not always that configuration. Yeah, no. Pegging, no, I, I don't know that it has to be. I don't understand why it's like a heterosexual man. Like, fantasy. No. Yeah. Also, but wait, real talk. The internet has found a way to turn pegging into something that, like, just puts men up on a pedestal. Like, let's just make this about the heterosexual man's <laughs> fantasy yeah. because yeah, everything me- else about sex isn't already. On December 23rd, which happened to be my mother's birthday, Lucas, my boyfriend, uh, who has female parts, wanted to peg me really bad. Wanted to fuck me up the ass really bad. It's like my mom's birthday. I'm like, you know, I want to be able to keep the door open and because I take care of her. Uh, and uh, it just wasn't the night for it. So he, uh, about, this is uh, around 1.15 a.m. He, he's like, okay, I, I found this guy. He's a military guy and he, he wants me to peg him. He's never had anal sex before. And, I, and I'm like, you want to peg that bad that you're going to leave the apartment at 1.15 a.m., fuck some military guy up the ass. And and he, he I didn't want him to take the harness that we bought together. I was kind of weird about that. Hmm. But, I, but then I thought about it. It's Lucas who's used to pounding my fucking cavernous hole. And this guy who's never had anything in his butt before how's that going to go down (laughs) it's going to be a bloody mess (laughs) so he said they bought like one of the smallest dildos to go with the harness one thrust and he was out that was one bump charlie sounds about right immediately and i was like that's how i thought it was gonna go now you're gonna learn you can't just go off fucking anyone you want when you want to fuck yeah, because that's the thing. They're like, oh, yeah, I want it. Give me all of it right now. And it's like, oh, honey, you got to do some work before that happens. <laughs> you got to do some training. You got to, you know, like, yeah, this prepare. Milita- yeah, There's this military be some guy, ripping. The military guy says, one, I'm never doing that ever again. Two, who is this guy? <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen every Saturday at 7 p.m. <laughs> and you can learn more about who this guy really is. And how much he likes getting things shoved up his ass. Yeah. Art Star Scene Radio. So So uh, these cup holders versus your butt. So (laughs) which one could hold So you're really getting into this? Yeah. Do you have a good, decent harness? I use a double ended one. Okay, that works for you? Yeah. Why was there a pause? (laughs) I don't know, because Facebook is not used to that. Yeah, because I was like, oh, that's 
different. It's more fun that way. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I missed something. What? What are you? What? What's different? So instead of having a harness that the dick attaches to, it goes inside of you. That's not different. Well, yeah, that's a, well, the real dough is something. We yeah. Can just... Oh, double ended. So it's yeah inside you and your partner. Exactly. But it's, okay, got it. it's a field dough, right? Like it's like a. Um, yeah. is it I, it's not a field dough brand restricted. I'm not familiar with that. Okay. Um, like a real dough or a field. So it's got like a plug that goes in you and then it is like a dick. I wouldn't dick, call or it a is plug. It, it's like a it... double ended dildo. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, it's, no, yeah. no, they're shaped. You know, it's shaped to fit inside of a body without falling out. I'm not really sure how that would work. You know, like it's very much in me. Mm-hmm. You know, if it was straight, then it would just be like, I don't know, two people like riding a broomstick. It would just okay. be weird. Right. Uh, my friend, actually, one of my best friends. <laughs> so it's a harness double. Yeah, but she had this is important. She had an old double ended dildo from her and her girlfriend in college, um, which was a bit ago. And this thing is, you know, old school sex toy before we really were doing like, how can we improve sex toys? Mm-hmm. And she told me a story about how her cat uh found it and used it as a chew toy. Somehow this dildo still exists in her possession. Why? This I don't know. But this thing is fucking huge and it's very soft and flaccid and has no like so basically she just ran around the apartment shaking it and we took slow-mo videos of it and it was amazing. Um, I now understand why she has it. Like I yeah. didn't understand I'm like, what is she using? It's like it? it's like a carrot top comedy soft. comedy prop. Yeah. But it's soft. Okay, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, if it was hard, I'd be like, mm, there's a lot wrong with that. <laughs> One cat paws, two cat mouths, three holes. Stop it. <laughs> throw it out. It's done. But if it's just a softie that she uses to throw at people in the hall, I get it. <laughs> I get it. How many of those do you have, Catherine? Uh, hallway dildos, at least one. I have one massive black hallway dildo. That, yeah, it's more of like a, a conversation piece. And the best part is my mom didn't know this when she found it. Not once, but twice. So the first time, and we've got a call. The first time she found it, um, uh, you know. Hello. Hi. It's a Juno Tempest. Hello, Juno. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. We were just talking about, were you listening? Yeah, I heard you talking about fucking military men at the butt. <laughs> Her internal thing went off. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I, I'm very, very well versed in fucking military men up the butt. Marines are best because they are great at t- following orders. <laughs> I wish I could snap. <laughs> maybe, snaps. maybe Lucas should send this guy's contact to you. Break I can break him in. Yeah, break him in. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've I've been receiving um, a number of referrals. Actually, it's kind of uh, kind of validating. Referrals. Yeah, yeah, like people being like, "Yeah, I heard from so and so that you're really good." Like, <laughs> can I get in on that? Mm. I'm like, mm, <laughs> not right now. Not right now. Not right now. <laughs> so referrals are the today's like. Amy. Aw. Amy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, first timers. First timers are like. Usually, my experience with first timers uh, is like 
they've already put things up their butt, but they're like, oh my God, fuck my tight virgin hole, mommy. And I'm like, yeah, no, if it takes me like three seconds to slip it in there, it's, there's nothing tighter virgin about it. <laughs> Maybe it's extra virgin because it's one of the top presses. Mm-hmm. And because they use the olive oil in their kitchen as lube. Yeah. Oh, my God. I had a dude try to tell me that coconut oil was uh, safe to use with latex. And I'm like, uh, no. Uh, nope. No, it's not. But if you feel like it, I can put the condom on my dick. No problem. Yeah. Coconut oil. I like many this. a dumb it's man also suggests that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Coconut no. breaks down the latex? Yes. Uh, any, yeah. It, yeah, any anything that's not water based uh, with latex condom is not. I mean, oh, silicone uh, is fine. Yeah, it silicone. also clogs just, mucous membranes. Coconut. It? Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I know Crisco's popular <laughs> with, you know, gaping ass lust. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at you, Facebook. I was when I we said it directly. <laughs> it's like you're here. Juno was looking at him and she's not even here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No, it's okay. Tom Tenney gave me access to the studio camera, so. <laughs> I wish. Everyone has their tits out. I know. Yeah. That's why I'm I banned. wish. 70 some Did odd hours. See that they, zip, they zip tied privacy curtains oh yeah yes. they did. why did they do that yep. no what? idea i i mentioned it to tom uh like after after the mixer because he came in the studio for a minute and i was like everyone just was giving him mad shit you know because why not about the zip tie or it. everything just everything because he was like you know how the, the there are the rules up on the bulletin board, and I'm like, uh-uh, naughty, naughty, Tom, you can't bring that out in the lobby, because, you know, it was after the mixer, so everyone was drinking beer. And it was like, and he just, like, told me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I see nothing in those rules that bans blowjobs in the studio. Yeah, that was an oversight on their part. <laughs> I think that's more of an internal thing. I don't think they really want to advertise that that's been done before. Well, now we are. <laughs> No it's more so blowjobs at the studio. Yeah, it's so legendary, though, that Calvin has shared that episode with a number of people, and they're like, oh, really? Yep, yep, I did that. What do we title that, Goldie Cox? Goldie Cox. I think it's episode, like, 184 or something. It's do you like the- how she's pretending she doesn't know? <laughs> I think it's like 184. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, you do. You have the link I'm saved. Completely innocent. <laughs> Predictive text. I'm completely innocent, you know? Sure. It's 184, right? <laughs> exactly <laughs> what minute marker does the climax happen? Oh, it was like we had enough time for promos and everything. So I think we were like seven minutes to the end. Yes. That's right. Yeah, it was pretty well timed. Climax happened at fifty three minutes. Yeah, because I'm a I'm a professional. It's 
snaps again. Yeah. <laughs> I can't snap. Again. I can't either. That's why I'm saying snap and hoping that other people do it for me. I can't whistle. Well, me either, actually. I used to be able to whistle. I can't do a lot of things that normal people should be able to do. It's mildly concerning. Like balance a checkbook. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Woof. Woof. Who uses a checkbook? Who uses Nobody. a checkbook anymore? Nobody balances them. That's not a thing. She's 70. Yeah, my mom. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, she uses checks. Yeah. yeah. Actually, every once in a while. I've had a checkbook in like. Like the whole time I was in Germany, I didn't have a checkbook. For seven years, I was without a checkbook. And I... then, uh, yeah, even now, I don't, like, I just get a fucking check from the bank if I need one. I have a checkbook because it's how I pay my rent. But if I didn't, I don't know. Remember when everyone had all those really cute designs on their checkbooks, though? Mm-hmm. Like, I miss the days when, you know, you had the puppies on your checks. I still have Wizard of Oz. Makes me kind of regret not having a checkbook anymore (laughs) just so I could write people checks with kittens on them. You can get the credit card. Or maybe they could say, fuck you. Yeah. (laughs) So whose idea was it to... My mom had checks. What's that? Oh, my mom had checks with flying pigs on them. Nice. amazing. So whose (laughs) idea was it to introduce pegging into your relationship? Was it you or was it... The dude. It was the dude. This is my partner. It was your partner. I'm so yeah. good at what I do. I'm so good at what I do. <laughs> it's a fucking gift. <laughs> <laughs> and are you, you, you haven't gone monogamous again, have you? No. Okay. God, no. That was a terrible mistake that happened one time. Um, and you learn from your mistakes and you move forward. You- yeah, okay. <laughs> that was cute while it lasted, though. Yeah, for the whole five minutes. That was a long five minutes. Yeah, no, I mean, I moved, so there was that. Um, <laughs> mistakes were made in retrospect. It's fine. <laughs> when isn't that the case? So, JJ Co., I'm just meeting oh, you right now. Yes. And we're already almost 25 minutes into the show, so I'd like to know a little bit about who you are and what brings you to the studio today. Uh, well, I was um, on... Catherine's earlier show. Wow, I'm really loud today. <laughs> Dunce on yeah, Saturdays at three. No, you know what it is. I think the headset is better this time. Um, well, uh, I guess my public persona is I'm a singer songwriter, and uh, so yeah, we were talking about that, my upcoming shows and stuff, and I think we were just chatting. Yeah, we're ch- just chatting about anything and everything. Sorry, <laughs> she said my show is just chats. No. That's what I heard. That show is shit, Catherine. It was a great shit shit. Absolute crap. Crap. Crap (laughs) shit. We talk about snacks. We chat about snacks. But you know what? As crap go, it was quality crap. Little snack chat. (laughs) Chat about snacks. Shooting the shit. Yeah. Literally. So so singer-songwriter, and and do you do other types of performance? Uh, No, performance-wise, no. That's it. Okay. But, um, you know, I have a day job. I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It pays the bills. <laughs> and how do you know Catherine? We met in an improv class. Yeah, we were just talking about that earlier. We were going <laughs> through, like, all the different improv classes we were in together. And the the teachers, right? And, yeah. Um, it was improv level two. 
at the pit, and our teacher was Chris Grace. We love Chris Grace, right? Yeah, he's he great. He gave me a great note. I was like, I want to teach improv one day. He's like, you'll have to listen. <laughs> <laughs> like, All right, but if I didn't, <laughs> what would I have to do? Yeah, I liked him. <laughs> I'm realizing the levels of like the cutting jokes that I'm able to make slash also appreciate the humor. And at this point are running deep because I think I've been coming on this show for four years now. Awesome. Uh, um, yeah, I realized that on the way over here. Um, so <laughs> it's more fun. We can fuck with each other because we love each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if someone's not teasing you, they don't like you. Yeah. It's true. Exactly. It's like a weird learning curve. It's like, why are they so mean? Oh, they like you. Are you sure? <laughs> yes. Now, Fuck with them back. But that's rude. Yeah, don't be a pussy because they will not respect you if you keep this shit up. Um. Comedy. Ba-doom-tsh. Yeah. Although sometimes I enjoy an easy target, you know? Describe easy target. It's, it's like sparring. Yeah. But the other person doesn't know you're doing it. I don't know. That sounds like assault. <laughs> Wait, so easy... <laughs> Easy target, you mean they don't know how to take it or they take it so well so it's easy? Uh, both. Oh. Verbal yeah. Thunderdome. <laughs> <laughs> is it time for a song? I don't know. Is it? I think it's time for a song. Okay. And while we're getting that ready, I'm going to read some of this stuff that I got to read here. Radio Free Brooklyn's Drive to Five fundraising campaign is underway. In May, Radio Free Brooklyn turns five years old. I turned 55 years old. And we need to raise, right? It's old, isn't it? 55. I'm not too far away, actually, believe it or not. Hmm. I don't believe it. And we need to raise $25,000 so we can continue bringing you commercial-free independent radio for another five years. Because we think raising money should be fun... Each month, we'll be bringing listeners fun challenges with some great prizes. Hey. Monster trucks. 50-foot python. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. The first is a trivia quiz. DJ Cali. (laughs) The first is a trivia quiz to find out just how well you know RFB. Army leather. The top five scorers, I want to taste my asshole, will win a limited edition five-year anniversary RFB t-shirt. You can also dial 718-673-8201 to leave us a message letting us know why you love RFB or to wish us a happy birthday. Your message may be played on the air. I want to taste my asshole. <laughs> I put liquid in my mouth for all of that, and it was really hard. Um, because I couldn't swallow because I was laughing and there's also really expensive equipment around Um, so I just wanted to let everyone know that I did it (laughs) I succeeded okay this is a really weird version of it sorry way to make everyone depressed do you know I'm going to put the volume down on the phone so there'll be less buzz wow they're both terrible the song is, is also just terrible to begin with. Do you know it? Is This is like The Fray or something, right? Or Coldplay or something. Mm, they used close. to play it on the radio when I lived in California. All right, do Waterfalls. Not good radio. Really? Yeah, why like not? Like TLC Waterfalls? I don't know the please? rap, but let's all do it. Just something that's not terrible. 
That's all. All right. That's all I ask, Catherine. Oh, is it deal we have to sing along or something? Or it is now. Oh. It is now. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, that's new. That oh, that was not I... a thing. I would not have agreed to come back on the show if I knew that. I don't sing. Just whatever parts that you feel comfortable with. I'm just gonna dance, but you can't see because it's radio. Nope. Unless they're not doing that thing. Premature. Like a military boy's ejaculation. <laughs> uh, uh. It's your fault for being so hot. <laughs> A lonely mother gazing out of the window Staring at a son that she just can't touch If at any time he's in the jam She'll be by his side But he doesn't realize he hurts her so much You lied, you know all the words But all the praying just ain't helping at all Cause he can't seem to keep himself out of trouble He goes outside and makes his money The best way he knows how Another body laying cold in the gutter Listen to me Don't go chasing waterfalls Please stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to Everybody change the channel on the station Channeling too fast. Sorry, I fucked that up. No, I'm not. <laughs> Little Precious has a natural obsession for temptation, but he just can't see. She gives him loving that his body can't handle, but all he can say is, baby, is good to me. One day he goes and takes a glimpse in the mirror But he doesn't recognize his own face His health is fading but he doesn't know why Three letters took him to his final resting place Y'all don't hear me Don't go chasing waterfalls Please stick to the rivers and the lakes A rainbow yesterday But too many storms have come and gone Living a trace of no one God given ray Because my life is ten shades of gray I'll play it ten fade away Southern praise for the seven days And if his promise is true Only my faith can undo The many chances I blew To bring my life to a new Clear blue and skies Unconditional skies Have dried the tears from my eyes No more lonely cries My only bleeding hope is for the folks who can't cope with such an enduring pain That escapes in pain in the pouring rain Who's to blame for tooting cane in your own vein? For the shame you shoot for aim and you're else to blame You can't do the same in the day until I'm trying to pray Crime the system got you victim of your own mind Dreams are hopeless, aspirations, hopes are coming true Believe in yourself, the rest is up to me and you Don't go chasing waterfalls Please, Please stick to, to the, the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. Which is not singing. That you're gonna have it your way with another 
too fast. It says finished, well, well done. done. <laughs> so no. we nailed it, according to the pre-record. Right. And Simon Cowell and Randy Jackson and Paula Abdul walk in through the door and say, that was not good for me, dog. <laughs> you still with us, Juno? No. All right. Bye, Juno. Bye, Juno. She'll be back. I don't want to move on from pegging. I knew that I was going to be do. a problem. That's almost why I, I didn't do. tell you, but... But let's move but, on, because you, you're doing a lot of great stuff. Let's work from your from your most recent one. I saw a video from your show, Firecracker, Firecracker and this didn't involve a strap-on. A woman with a strap-on pissing fire into another woman's mouth. Um, Did I really w- see that? It was not pissing fire. It was a strap-on. I was the woman whose mouth it went into. Um, I'm upside down, and you might not have been able to tell that, Um uh, but it is a harness with a strap on with a dildo in it. And uh, my incredible uh, member of my company, Miss Shelly White, made it. She rigged a fire eating torch to the end of said penis. Um, and yeah, basically the the three line of the show um, is that Clara realizes that she's gay. So the last thing that happens is, of course, you know, her putting a strap on in a woman's mouth. On fire. On fire, yeah. Firecracker is nutcracker. Well, you you explain it. So the firecracker is a horrific brainchild of mine that people actually liked for some reason. Um, it is basically a um, a modern day rendition on um, Tchaikovsky's ballet, The Nutcracker. But instead of being filled with pedophilia and racism, um, we switched it out for fire, homosexuality, and drugs. So um, Clara is a consenting adult over the age of 18. The party scene is a nightclub, and it's basically everyone's first night out in New York that you remember having where, you know, you don't really know anyone and you're not really sure what the fuck you're getting into, but you walk into a warehouse in the middle of, you know, deep Queens, and you're like, oh, God, I hope someone's nice to me, but no one's nice to her. Um, And she ends up taking a tab of acid and... The rest of the story unfolds. Um, and yeah, we did a three-night run. We sh- sold out every show, uh, and we got a full audience standing ovation at the end of every show. So Amazing. it was pretty cool because it was my first full-length production. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. And would you consider tag-teaming someone, pegging someone? Uh, I'm sorry. I got. You mean to- like putting like fire in someone's ass while eating fire? I think that might be Are a problem. That at least that that's something you want to get you cast feel? in the next show? Is that what you're trying to angle at? No, I was joking. This was a, this was a live stage show? Yes, it was oh, a okay. live stage show. It was a full-length ballet. It was oh. two hours. Oh, it was a ballet. Yeah, yeah oh, it was a ballet, wow. but on fire. Um, and it was pretty cool. I teamed up with uh, my best friend, Tara McManus. She runs um, this company called Combustion Entertainment, LLC. And she specializes in indoor pyrotechnics and pyrotechnics mm. in general. So my company, The Brooklyn Proposition, also, if you want to find us on the internet, we're at The Brooklyn Proposition on Instagram. Um, and yeah, we teamed up and basically made a large scale indoor pyrotechnic and fire show that was approved by the FDNY Explosives Unit. Um, wow. And they said it was better than Broadway. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, and you're going to bring it back in July. Yeah, we're going to do a Christmas in July because I like really bad puns on things. And yeah. And because it's sold out and it's awesome. 
Exactly. And so more people wanted to get to see it. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to gonna try and do that. Um, and also in the category of things that I'm doing for people who want to get a chance to see things. Um, Tara and I, uh, Brooklyn Proposition and the Combustion Entertainment are teaming up again for Valentine's Day to produce um, a flaming uh, dinner experience with live entertainment. Um, it's going to be called Rose on Valentine's Day that Friday at the Deep End in Ridgewood. Tickets are not live yet, but they will be in the next few days. Um, there will be fire. There will be burlesque. There will be yummy food. There will be aerial. There will be lots of raw, genuine emotion and none of the stupid, cliche Valentine's Day crap that you hate. You should join us. It'll be fun. <laughs> And this is on actual Valentine's Day. On actual Valentine's Day, that Friday night. Valentine's Day is a Friday this year. It's pretty exciting. Mm. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. All the art, all the things. Some of the other things in my notes, you actually saw someone taking a shit on the train. Oh, yes, I did. That was a great day. It was a great day. I was uh, trying to go see my therapist, actually. Um, And the first of the MTA sagas that day happened on my way to therapy. When I thought narrowly avoiding getting hit in the face because I just happened to be standing in the middle of a fist fight was bad enough on my way home, I saw a man take a shit on the 4-5 train. Standing shit? No. No, no, no. He he squatted down. He dropped trowel. He just in the corner. In the train. In the train. Not on the platform. No, in the train, in the train between 42nd Street and 14th Street. Was it all core strength or did he use the backing? You know, I really didn't keep looking. No, no, no. It was core strength. He was like, you know how at the end of the train, there's the shorter seats mm-hmm. and then there's the door mm-hmm. like right in that area. But not against the door. Nope. OK, I placed it in the right location. Yeah. But I'm like, I <laughs> need to know his relationship someone with would the, take a yeah. shit. Yeah. And also worth noting is that both we of these know. incidents happen between Union Square and Times Square on the four or five train. Mm. What the shit? No pun intended or pun intended. But I wrote a piece, which I'll, I'm going to bring in next week. Uh, called Good teaser. Someone took a duty on the F train. <laughs> yeah. Someone took a duty on the F train. Well, you know what? What I see more and more of these days is. It smells really fragrant. People. Public urination. I see that. Because there's like nowhere to go to the bathroom in New York. I know, like Starbucks is nowhere. I look at every corner (laughs) and I'm like, where is there a Starbucks? So I I tried to go into a Starbucks the other day, though, to go pee. And they were like, oh, yeah, no, the bathroom's closed for the rest of the day. We had to call like the biohazard team. Okay, a situation happened. Yeah, but that happens a lot in Starbucks bathrooms. like Because everyone's allowed to use them. Yeah, but we like it's a a problem. It's a city infrastructure issue, you know. That's a thing. That's weird. Pooping, though, I feel like, you know, that's that's a line. That's a line. That's a line. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that that was where my line was, but apparently it's right in between pissing and shitting. You always find it yeah. when you're faced by it. You're like, you know what? This right here feels too far. What's just slightly less of this? There's my line. So you know how I've been talking about I was I was nervous about the Taco Bell opening near me. Mm-hmm. All right, I finally finally went there. I the came cantina. to a craving, and I'm gonna. There's a lot of text on this piece of paper for those <laughs> of you at home. I don't know where this is going, but I'm there's just, a I'm just lot gonna, of words. Gonna it's all I'm, handwritten. Too. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read uh, the manifesto. My, my experience of going to Taco Bell. I, I love Taco Bell. And, me too. Okay, good. I wanted to I've make sure this wasn't to a Taco, Taco Bell. Bell like hatred because I was gonna have to leave. Do you see how many pages there are? <laughs> this I'm not reading all this whole. It is book, that is a lot. You better yeah. read the whole fucking book. 
<laughs> no, the episode will be over. And I went to Taco Bell. I'm pleased to say it wasn't a pleasant experience. So I'm sort of dissing them a bit. There was no, there was no You're one. You're a liar. There was no one at any, there was there was no one at any of the three registers to order from. So I had to use the touchscreen thing that I hate. I bailed on the first one because something confused me and almost walked out, but tried another one out and successfully ordered a Chipotle cheddar double stack taco off the value menu for a dollar. Since I was paying cash, the machine directed me to the non-existent cashier that did somehow show up, likely prompted by the machine. I paid and it wasn't long before 310 calories with 17 grams of fat, 22.6% of your daily value. And Who reads the nutritional value at Taco Bell? Rain man. I mean, face man. <laughs> completely wrapped to my guilt, into my guilt-ridden hands. Rain boy. After a couple of bites, <laughs> finding the chipotle sauce distasteful, I felt assured that at least I'd only eat half or less. Yet at the halfway mark, that scientifically created thing kicked in where suddenly this was exactly what I wanted right now. <laughs> So I finished the fucker. I bust my own table. I bust my table the way fast food places somehow trained me to do decades ago and headed to the bathroom and headed (laughs) to the bathroom to pee. It was in use and I didn't want to be in there anymore. So I left and pissed on Downing Street where people (laughs) where people who want to smoke pot or pee smoke pot or pee. Or both. There was a gracious 10 grams of protein in my beefy cheese shame that helped me. I thought it was chicken. Decent pull. Whoops. I'm a monster. No, no, it was a, it was a, uh, what the fuck was it? Chipotle something, something. A Chipotle cheddar oh, double stack taco. There we go. It was Chipotle and cheddar. I thought that yeah. it would at least be a Chipotle cheddar chicken double stack taco because that rolled That helped me do a couple of decent pull-ups on the scaffolding <laughs> across my building. Except for the fact that I've just now put a few decent words to paper. It wasn't worth leaving the apartment. That's it. Yeah, it was. And you did read all the pages that we saw. For those of you at home. It wasn't that long. That was, what, four minutes? I didn't time it. It wasn't seven. And that's the important part <laughs> of it. You know? When I'm sad and I'm having, like, a really depressed day or really anxious and I know I need to eat, but I can't eat. I also don't want to leave the house. I order Taco Bell and Seamless. When I was in production, real quick, and then just one more thing, um, we ordered Taco Bell to the theater on our night where we were there till 4 a.m. designing lighting cues. We ordered Taco Bell on Seamless to the theater. Isn't it more expensive that way? Yes, but sometimes you can't move. Yeah, no, I get it. It's just... Still worth it. I, uh, yeah. Still worth it. I get it, but... It's JJ was going to say something. No. <laughs> Shut your mouth, Catherine. No, I've done Burger King, and every time I'm like, why? Yeah, because Burger King wrong. is crap. What are you talking about? Impossible Whopper. Oh, oh right. Yeah, yeah. you do. You oh no, do that. that, that was, yeah. I tried the Impossible Whopper recently. Yeah, I was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, no, I was just gonna say my my only contribution to the whole Taco Bell conversation is I've never been to one. What? Sorry. What? what? In your life? What? In my life, I've never what? had a Taco Bell. What? Have oh. you lived in New York City or? Yeah. Yes. Life? Okay. I've never had a Taco. I think you have to have like grown up. In places with drive-thrus. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I've had White Castle. That was a thing when I also was Also not up. the same thing. Yeah. All but, fast food is not created equal, people. But it was, like, uh, yeah. I mean, I've had everything else. Wendy's, McDonald's, Burger King. in and out in and out Whoa. Uh, <sighs> I was just throwing, Kentucky like. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Uh, oh, really? in I miss In-N-Out so I've much. Never. It's the only thing Are you I from miss- the West Coast? I'm from California originally. Yeah, yeah In-N-Out is amazing. 
It is the greatest yeah. thing ever. And I frequently think about it. I don't miss a lot about California, but I would put in and out at the top of the list. What is this place? Heaven. <laughs> it, is, try it. it is one of the best, maybe the best fast food burger joint. I love that yeah. we somehow got on the topic of in and out. Yeah. Um, I think we started there. And the name (laughs) is right with puns and all kinds of things. Oh, man. Yeah, we came full circle there. (laughs) Came came full circle. We did. (laughs) All roads lead back to pegging. Pegging. (laughs) Is this real or did I make it up? Ooh, I love this. Fake. Quentin Crisp. You know who he is? He's a, he's a, no. he's a, uh, 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 he, he was, um, a writer, performer, gay rights activist, mm. um, out of the closet long before it was safe to be out of the closet. I'm going with you didn't make that up. Did he pass away at Charlton Come Hardy? Yes. Is there a town called Charlton Come Hardy? And did Alcock and Brown, the first people to fly across the Atlantic, were they longtime residents of Charlton Come Hardy? Yes. It's all true. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wouldn't doubt that Charlton Come Hardy is a place. Charlton Come Hardy! There's a lot of places with really weird names. If you drive across the country, there's just like, <laughs> what on earth? Why? Charlton Come Hardy. Churl? Charlton. 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 <laughs> I'm going to look this up. <laughs> Where is Charlton Come Hardy? I don't know. Charlton. Well enough Come, for me to know. C-U-M. Oh, wow. Hardy. Hardy or hearty? Like, hardy. I hardy. wish it was hardy. Like a hardy. Like hardy H- chortle cum. Everybody likes a H- hard. H-A-R-D-Y. Mm. Chortleton cum hardy. My Chortleton's got a hardy and it's about to come. <laughs> you know how it is yep, when you're trying to fly across the Atlantic. Charlton Comhardy is a suburban area of Manchester, England. Oh. Manchester, England, England. That's immediately where my mind went, too. But I've already, I've, there's been too much singing. <laughs> there's one song. <laughs> Hello, goodbye. Harvey that kind of makes sense now. It is an English name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think it makes sense as an American name. No. Yeah. Torrington, finish your supper. Yeah. I'll come hardy. No, we won't be felching at the dinner table like that. <laughs> Human menorah. Oh. Is this I'm about Abby? I'm shocked you didn't bring this up sooner, Is this about actually. Abby? No, Abby had nothing to do with this at all, actually. Okay. This no. feels like... No, nope. okay. Abby Got had it. nothing to do with this. This was um, actually another... Another brainchild of uh, my best friend, Tara McManus, who runs Combustion LLC, and um, a performer named Jules Magus. And this was their idea last year. And at House of Yes, they did the world's first human menorah. Um, And it is exactly what it sounds like. Eight humans upside down with candles in their butts. You know, it actually is not, not what, what it I sounded like. <laughs> um, and I, I got asked to participate in it this year. I don't put things up my butt. I only put things in other people's butts, um, which is, is, is an important line for me. That's my line on that one. Um, and I was supposed to be a fire safety for that. But Tara and I were in production all week for a show. Our show wrapped on Saturday night. We had an after party. We struck the theater on Sunday morning and then had to go to House of Yes she didn't feel like performing, so she asked if we could trade jobs. So I got given the uh, the honor of lighting the human menorah on the first night of Hanukkah. I will say it wasn't exactly 
accurate because we lit all the candles on the menorah on the first night of Hanukkah. Ugh. That's my only qualm with it. But it was an incredible experience. Yeah, it Come was back the next day. It was really special. Uh, there Who are were videos. The eight um, I didn't know all of them personally, actually. Um, but it was eight very enthusiastic volunteers. How big were these candles? You know, like big taper candles. Volunteers. Yeah. So they were just pulled out of the audience. No, 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 no. No, they were all people who asked to participate in the candling. Um, they were not tapered though. So asked, asked, or asked. Yeah, I thought you said asked. No, no, no. I just did not enunciate my words properly. It works here. Yes, it does. Um, but they weren't tapered at the bottom this year. So the half hour before the show. A few of us were in the bathroom chiseling at the <laughs> bottoms with like a key or a knife and then melting the edges to make it smoother so that it was easier for the menorahs. They held shoulder stands for like a good three minutes with a lit candle in their ass. It's a tough job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, hmm. Any anyone? Well, what names do you remember from the human menorah? Oh, gosh. Um well, um, that's okay. I'm just wondering if, it, if it's if it's if there are people that I might know. They're not. A lot of them different... aren't fire performers. Okay. A lot of them are just people who like butt stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. We had this volunteer call for people to stick a candle in their butt. No professionals showed up. Just a lot <laughs> of <laughs> anal enthusiasts. <laughs> I mean, weird. It's no more, pay. <laughs> more. No, they actually everyone did get paid. We haven't gotten paid I'm yet, kidding. but eventually everyone's <laughs> getting paid. Uh, but also, not my job. Um, <laughs> charge and it is so much fun not my uh, problem not my problem no oh, yeah my want to help you with not that not my, my circus um but yeah i mean it's less of a how trained are you with fire versus are you comfortable holding a shoulder stand with a large candle in your ass on stage for a variable amount of time to be determined it's different you know I'm I'm a pretty skilled, trained performer. I could not have done that. But you almost did. No, I would not have put a candle in my butt. I would have been fire safetying for it. Oh, that's the I job was, you switched. Yeah, uh. I was not going. I got asked to be a butt. I said, I don't put things in my butt. I only put things in other people's butts. Uh-huh. And my friend didn't want to get on stage, so I got to. Okay. So I got sense. to light it, oh, which was I the see. ultimate yeah. honor. I got to walk around with a set of fire-eating torches and light the menorah and then run around and eat fire behind it. We have, we have eight minutes left. Oh, let me do. If if you if you want to um, give us money, if you want to sponsor this show, and I'm sure give you us do. money, give us money, give us money, give us money. After after all the maturity, <laughs> we're adults. Farts, 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 farts. Fuck. If you'd like to help us continue what we do here, if you got a little laugh, if you found yourself learning something new, if you enjoyed a little bit of music, if you like people who are open and honest and talk about things and you want to support that, go open to, assholes. Go to rfb.nyc slash s. That's rfb.nyc slash s. s. It's completely tax deductible to the fullest extent of the law. So why not start? Get getting them tax deductions now in January instead yeah. of waiting until December when you're going to forget and then you don't get those tax deductions. Why not do it now? What's coming up for you or what do you want to promote? <laughs> what you said makes no sense, but I'm not going to correct it. Uh, I do uh, this show that I do every single Saturday right here on Radio Free Brooklyn called Dunson. Come check it out. You can also call in because we love you trolling. Bye.
That's all. Any th- where can we find you, or is there anything um, you like to promote? Yeah, you could find me on social media, JJ Co Music. That's JJ Ko Music, and I have two shows coming up: uh, May fifteenth and July tenth. Uh, both at Don't Tell Mama. Sarah Elizabeth? Um, you can find my personal work, as usual, on the socials at Sarah Elizabeth Spins. Um, but I'm less focused on my personal work right now and more focusing on my fire dance company. So you can find us on social media at The Brooklyn Proposition. Um, and my next event that I would love to see you at will be uh, Rose Flaming Dinner Theater at the Deep End on Valentine's Day. Stay posted. When tickets go live, there will only be a limited amount. And once again, when we sell out, we sell out. And everyone loved to contact me during the last show after we sold out. So buy your tickets ahead of time or I will once again be saying, sorry, I told you so. (laughs) You can find me next year taking all eight candles of the human menorah by myself. And there's still room for you and you and you. Wait. <laughs> what you're trying to do? No. So I saw a meme the other day that you would really love. Um, it was like one of those inspirational quote posters that you see in a classroom or a doctor's office. I don't want to mince the words on this really quickly. Um, it's like a photo of a forest with a really beautiful sunset, you know. It says, God damn it. Um, that's not what it says. It doesn't say, God damn it. <laughs> While you do that, I will tell you. Okay, why? I found it. Um, the human anus can stretch up to seven inches without taking damage. A raccoon can squeeze through holes as tight as four inches, meaning you can take almost two raccoons up your ass. <laughs> Believe in yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Worth waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> I believe in you. Of- you can find me. Just start with one raccoon. <laughs> no, face boy needs to start with two. a family, a family, a raccoon. gang, or a murder of raccoons. Someone or whatever gets the... Snow White. She just stands by his ass and sings. Hello. Seven inches. Huh? <laughs> wow, that's quite a lot. That's my finger span is six inches. This so is seven. It's if one inch wants more. To know. <laughs> Sounds like face boy's going to do some oh science gosh. experiments. <laughs> You can find me each and every Saturday right here live from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. And you can find archived shows at uh, RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. All of them except for the last three or so. You can also listen to episode 184, Golden Cox. (laughs) (laughs) I believe. I think. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Who knows? At minute 56. (laughs) You want to talk about pegging again? <laughs> yeah, would you, would you like, and another person who's, you know, might identify as male, would you tag team peg someone? So basically like you're asking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we don't have Are time we going to get kicked off the Air Force solicitation? What? Quick, we have, we have four minutes. We can do it. I was just thinking about how couples just remember shit differently that that goes down. Oh my god, you're so right. Yeah. Yeah. It's I don't know, we don't really I mean that's a big thing to try no, to fuck explore it. in this. We've time. got 4 minutes. We've got 4 minutes. Right, we well, can do a lot in 4 minutes. Yeah, go ahead. Um 
Well, so I have a photographic memory and it's really annoying. And I remember lots of details that people should not remember, like really annoying details that are really not important. Um, but it also means that I remember things that are important. And I also have PTSD. So like I have really strong reactions to things. Um, and I'll frequently get into conversations, um, especially with like my primary partner where we'll be discussing something and they'll be like, Oh, yeah, well, I'm not sure if that's a good idea. I'm like, that was your idea. And they're like, was it? When was it my idea? I'm like, remember that time where we were sitting in this place having this conversation with this specific person on this very specific night and you brought up this idea? And they're like, yeah, I didn't until you told me, but I totally didn't remember it that way. And it's interesting because I think if you do have a healthy communication dialogue with someone and you remember things differently, you can like bring it up and eventually reality meets in the middle but if you're dealing with someone who's just like not into the idea of communicating openly or potentially having remembered something incorrectly because we all fuck up it's impossible yeah I, I learned not to let it lead to fights anymore it's just like all right that's how you remember it i remember it this way fine same if i if i believe you if i believe you're not lying and i believe that you remember it differently or you experienced it different because i'll ask a person what were you thinking? What were you experiencing? Like, why did you do this? And if their heart is in the right place, even though the actions seem flawed, I'll be like, ah, well, eh, you meant well, or you're really good at lying, you know? So I get that part, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I do have it happen with my mother, for instance, which is not a romantic relationship at all. But like, I have really, an open relationship with my mother. I allowed other moms. That's a lot to unpack <laughs> in a minute. Um, but... Uh, that's the fucking crazy one is we'll be discussing like really intense traumas from my childhood that I've spent hours in therapy discussing. And she's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I recall it this way. And I'm like, these are not feelings. These are objective things. There are police reports, mm. Mm. which is a completely different story. Mm-hmm. Um, family, way more complicated than romantic relationships. Yeah, that oh, sounds yeah. like gaslighting. Oh, though. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, she's full of it. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, mom. Are you attracted to narcissists now because of it? Oh, my God. Yeah, I was. So unheard of. My therapist helped me realize it, though. Yeah. It's fun when they start telling you the names of things. You're like, oh. It has a name because it happens all the time and I'm not crazy. Thank you. You're not crazy. Thank you, face man. Thank you, JJ Cole. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah Elizabeth. You're welcome. Thank you all for listening and come back and listen to us next week. Live at 7 p.m. And every single week that you can. Be good to yourself. Be good to people around you. Show some love. Bye. And you know what it is. Bye, bye, bye. Put some stuff in your butt. (laughs) Or someone else's butt. (laughs) 